0: You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.
1: The Book of Luke, Chapter 5. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the Word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean, and immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. One day Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat, Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect Complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered them, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he's with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days, they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No. New wine must be poured into new wine skins, and no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for they say the old is better. Oh my We're
0: just <laughs> so in Luke chapter five, we find it really interesting about this piece about fasting, because it looks like you've actually got like two factions, and they're like, well, verse 33, they said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but look at your disciples, look at them eating, look at them drinking, that's, that's worth talking about. <laughs> well, yes, fasting, too, was always part of the Jewish culture, because even we go back to, um, we are talking about Esther, when she um, approached... Uh, Haman wants to have him, have him um, exterminated. And she told went to, the, to them and said, we're going to do a fast. So um, even fasting was, was important even back in the Old Testament.
1: And I think um, fasting, at least seemingly in this passage, seems to be important for Jesus as well, yeah. even though they're not fasting at this time. Uh, he does say that uh, essentially when he... Is gone that his disciples will fast and I think that does indicate that in his bodily absence uh, after he's ascended to heaven that his disciples would take up the practice of fasting and in a variety of ways perhaps.
0: The other thing is the opposite of fasting is of course feasting both of which are very important parts of the kingdom and what we do. And I think uh, Jesus's example of, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? It's demonstrating that Jesus's time with us is a celebration and Mm. his disciples who are close to him and are with him should be celebrating. And that feasting part is maybe another way of looking at that. I also think though, when we look back at chapter five, verse 33, they said to him, they're making a comparison. Well, all these other disciples, this is what they do. Why are y'all acting different? And I feel like it points back to the conversation we had from chapter three about um, the, at the time, everyone focused on Caesar as king, but, you know, Jesus followers came along and said, no, Jesus is king. And by their words, they were setting themselves apart from sort of like the broader community. But here, even in this, followers of Jesus are again setting themselves apart, even from a believing community compared to like the Pharisees. Um, or John's disciples, they're actually being even more set apart uh, because of the choices that they're making of what they do, but also what they don't do. And so beyond even the thought of fasting, is it possible that Jesus will call his followers to do or not do things that are different, even within the body of Christ? And just because we're different, or we follow a different practice or a different rhythm, or we have different spiritual disciplines – Does it make anyone wrong or better, or are we just trying to stay close to Jesus? Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. God bless you, and Merry Christmas.